Ladles and German Moons, how are you doing? This is Pop Culture and the Pea Brains, starring myself, Brett Carson, along with... His dad. Yep, Daddy-O. And Christmas is about a week away. Yeah, about eight days. It's eight, okay. I said about a week, so I was correct. You didn't need to correct me. Well, you generalized, I specified. Okay, whatever. Well, if you wanted to really specify, you could, like, give the exact minutes... Like how many minutes? How many minutes is it till Christmas? I have no idea. Mm. Guess you're on Don't that. care either. <laughs> All right. Um, so we've we've gotten a couple. We we've got a week and a day until Christmas. Have you gotten all your Christmas shopping done? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. What did you get me? I'm not saying. Hey, that means that you got me something, which is more than last year. That's not true. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, this year, Christmas is looking a little different. Um, I'm curious, before we get started in... So we're, we're talking about movies again this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and before we get into that, I'm curious, has Christmas shopping been significantly different this year? I mean, given given COVID-19 and, and protocols and, and kind of the advent... Not advent, but rather the increased popularity of online marketing? Not really different. I think... Uh... We were headed, we, I say we, the people buying, I think they were headed toward online buying anyway. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I will say that, that independent artists like um, Etsy and things like that, I feel like have gotten a little more online traffic um, due to COVID simply because, hey, I don't feel comfortable leaving my house and I have this idea for a fun, I don't know, crocheted pillowcase or something. That's not even... A thing. Uh, what, what's this thing called? Cross-stitched? Mm-hmm. A cross-stitched pillowcase? And I know this person that'll do it for relatively, uh, for a relatively reasonable price. And, yeah. So, I mean, have you heard of Etsy? Yes. Yes, I have. What, what, have you ever used it? No, I've used Amazon. Because Etsy, the, the main difference between, so Amazon is essentially like a, like a big box store, mm-hmm. essentially. Like if you were to quantify it. And, Etsy's homemade goods. Etsy is like homemade goods, yeah. So like, uh, independent artists that I mean, I so for example, I got a Beetlejuice pop figure off of Etsy that I like a lot, um, and it, it was custom made, and it was, uh, I mean, obviously if if anything's going to be custom made, it's going to be a little more expensive, uh, but also it's custom made. Uh, you're not going to see what I have on my shelf right now at, at Hot Topic or or Spencer's or well, hopefully you don't see it at Spencer's anywhere. Anywhere, yeah. I mean, you might see it if somebody else commissioned it, but but stuff you find on Etsy is going to be more unique, which I think is really cool. So uh, basically, all this to say, if you have yet to finish your uh, your Christmas shopping, uh, you have eight days left, and we we suggest we are not sponsored by, but we suggest you possibly look on Etsy for some heartfelt gifts that that may be a little more unique than getting it someone might a be gift too card. Late. It might be a little bit too late it, for shipping. It, it might be too late, but you never know. You never know. Um, I mean, if, if something comes in a little late, I, I personally would rather something come in late and it be something I really like than someone to just get me a gift card to Walmart or something like that. Because, um, I, I mean, Walmart gift cards are always appreciated because groceries are a thing. But... Um, you get more than groceries at Walmart. Well, yeah. Okay. A Kroger gift card. Point is... Whatever gift you give is valued, but there are different options 
for the avenues. Anyway, we've gotten significantly off topic. Yes, we're almost five minutes in, and we haven't talked about a movie yet. Well, my my thing was I figured we could start off with like an intro. Um, but let's jump right in. Uh, so we have a list of a lot of movies. Some of them are related. Well, let's, let's refresh. Let's talk about what we talked about last week, and okay. then we'll go into this week. Well, last week we talked about Home Alone. Home Alone with Macaulay Culkin. Uh-huh. And um, we talked about Christmas Vacation. Correct. Um, uh, the Christmas with the Cranks. Uh, Christmas with the Cranks, uh, It's a Wonderful Life, we talked about that one, Miracle on 34th Street mm-hmm. with Matilda, mm-hmm. and Elf. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were going to talk about Bad Santa and uh, Jingle All the Way, but neither one of us are super well, familiar. Well, not really. Bad Santa was, uh, I think, um, Billy Bob Thornton, I think. Yeah, yeah. And I believe... Um, Jingle All the Way was uh, Sinbad and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, because Arnold Schwarzenegger played a dad that wanted to get his son an action figure. I think it was was the most popular toy of the year. Was it Turbo Man? I don't have a clue. I am almost certain that it was Turbo Man Uh, because I think in the like deep recesses of my brain, I think I can remember Arnold saying. I'm going to get my son the Turbo Man in his like Terminator voice, you know, because Arnold Schwarzenegger played I'm, Terminator. I'm, I'm 58. I don't know who Arnold Schwarzenegger is. And I remember uh, the toy of the year when it was Tickle Me Elmo back in the 90s. Yeah. That, man, people would just pay top dollar for those things. It's just unbelievable. But, like, why? Because it was, well, the scarcity of it, the rareness. Uh, at the same time, it, uh, Nintendo 64 was big. Same same year. Let's just let's just for a second discuss. We've already talked about it, but like the concept of rarity versus value is so crazy to me because rarity does not equal value. We've talked about this before, oh, but oh, like yeah. if someone's like, "This is the only Cheeto shaped like." I don't know, an eagle in the entire world. People will pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for that Cheeto. I don't understand it. It's a Cheeto. Meanwhile, like, like for example, my Beetlejuice pop figure I got. Again, spon- not sponsored by Etsy. But, like, it's not incredibly, like, rare. Like, people aren't going to, you know, pay thousands and thousands of dollars for it. But I personally value it a lot. I don't know. This this whole concept of I want something not because I want it, but because there's only two of them, it just it makes no sense to me. Um, but what's Bad Santa about? <laughs> you just shifted gears again. I, I was about to respond to your oh, go ahead. rant. Go ahead. Um, I think the scarcity it depends on the item. Yeah. For example, uh, if you have an old old coin that is in circulation but very rare that's different than say something you hand make that every one of those items is different and rare and unique yeah yeah that's true and i mean we've talked about it value is more so on relevance rather than uh i mean availability i mean there's there's obviously a relationship between the two i didn't take business classes in college so i don't 
I don't know the semantics on it, but okay, okay, okay. All right, uh, on with the show now. Um, <laughs> Bad Santa, we're going to skip that because I, you know I don't have a much familiarity with that. But, you guys, uh, you guys uh, know Santa, right? You guys are familiar with the concept of Santa. You know, big guy, jolly bowl of jelly, all that kind of stuff. He's bad. He he decides to be bad one year. I don't know. He cheats on his taxes or something. That's bad. Let's Santa. go to another movie. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go to one. Let's see. Grinch. The Grinch. The Grinch with okay. Jim Carrey. Uh, do we want to talk about the classic Grinch, like the cartoon version? Well, that's that's a special. I think we're going to do that next Christmas. Okay. Yeah. So uh, this Christmas we are talking about Christmas movies in particular. Uh, next year we will be talking about uh, specials. Uh, so just to give you a brief little heads up for uh, 50-odd episodes into the future, that's what you have to look forward to. But The Grinch starring Jim Carrey. Now, we already kind of know your opinions on Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. You think he overacts? He overacts. Do you think I overact? Uh, uh, Be very careful uh-huh. how you answer this. Let's go on talk no, about No, 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 no. We're not... Be honest. You've seen me act in over 20 plays. Do you no, think you're, I, Yeah, good actor. You're a good I'm actor. I'm a good actor. So, by that logic, I'm a better actor than Jim Carrey? Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, you're not as rich as Jim Carrey. That is absolutely correct. Also, the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie has Jim Carrey as Mr. Eggman, or Dr. Eggman, and it's so good. Why do I care about this? Because it's really good, and they made a good Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And it's really exciting, and he's fast. Keep going. Not not Jim Carrey, by the way. Sonic the Hedgehog, Keep played going. by Ben Schwartz. Keep going. All right, uh, The Grinch. So I had not watched the Jim Carrey Grinch until my uh, freshman year of college, and there's a bit of a story behind this one because I had just broken up with my girlfriend at the time, freshman year. I was down in, in the dumps, even though I ended the relationship, and my roommate was like, "You want to watch Jim Carrey's The Grinch?" And I said, I've never seen it. And he said, well, we're already, it's already in the DVD player. Let's watch it. And it was so good. I, cause I had, I had grown up in the Carson household where the two adults of the household firmly believed that Jim Carrey overacts. I being one of them. Yes. Yes. You being one of them. So, I mean, I had grown up watching movies like, uh, the, I don't know. I mean, I didn't watch the Truman show till college. The mask. The Mask, which I've yet to see all the way through, uh, but also, um, what is it, Series of Unfortunate Events. That movie, one of my favorite Jim Carrey performances, because it's so weird. Um, But The Grinch was really good. I think it is a very unique take on The Grinch. It gives him much more humanity, and gives him much more character, and actually provides a background for the character. So, like, he was a who, or rather, he lived in Whoville, and he actually went to school, and people made fun of him because he was this green, small child. And it, it, it's really funny. Like, like the, the makeup and costumes and everything are very grotesque uh, and very kind of over-exaggerated, as, you know, Jim Carrey kind of is in his acting. Um, but uh, also Yes Man. Uh, yes Man is another Jim Carrey movie. Um, and Liar Liar. Anyway, uh, let's just keep naming Jim Carrey movies. Oh, wow, wow. I don't know. It'd be fun. No. I, I think... So, we've actually... It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Um, special announcement, by the way, at the end of the podcast episode. Remind me. Okay? Remind you what? Remind me that we have a special announcement. 
Whatever. Yeah, Santa Claus. San- Santa Claus. That's with Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Uh, in Talon, yep. Uh, Tim Allen is the chubby man himself, Santa Claus. And well, he falls, uh, Santa falls off the roof, and Tim Allen takes his coat and puts uh, it on, and, and that tells the story of how he became Santa Claus. How could I forget when Tim Allen murders Santa by distracting him and causes Santa to fall off the roof and die? That's such, like... Well, you don't have to be graphic about it. Well, I'm not being graphic. Like he he did that. Like that's what happened in the movie, and it. What and he started gaining weight. And nobody believed he was Santa Claus. To be fair, most people do that in the holidays, um, but um, myself included. But I always thought the movies were kind of weird. But the second one has a special place in my heart. I think the second one's the best. And, you know, most sequels are not usually better than the original. Mm-hmm. And in this case, I I don't know. I, I think it topped the first one. I, th- I think it added some more likable characters. Because, I mean, the first one is establishing the story uh, and establishing characters. And not a whole lot of the characters are very likable. Um, Tim Allen's not even very likable in that one. Um, but he, in the second one, all the characters that he previously had beef with, like his, I think, ex-wife and his, uh, his ex-wife's new husband or whatever, I forget the relationship, uh, but they are, have a good, like a good relationship at this point and he has a good relationship with his son and he has a good relationship with his like, uh, daughter-in-law i don't know the relationship it's been how long since we watched that movie but neil is the 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 guy that married his ex-wife neil yep neil Mm -hmm. charlie is the son charlie brown um, (laughs) i'm trying to think of the little girl's name the little girl's name uh whatever but i think she was the niece charlie's sister she was no, 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 no. I think she was younger. Well, she was a young girl, but I, I want to say she was the niece of Tim Allen. Okay. Who was Scott Calvin in the in the movie? Uncle Scott. Yeah, yeah. That that, that tracks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I her name her name was Lucy. Now, Lucy. Lucy. Yeah. So almost a Charlie Brown connection because if it had been Sally, that would have been that would have been that would have worked. Whatever. Gosh, I'm funny. Okay, so <laughs> the what I think is odd is there's so much focus on the extra E at the end of clause mm-hmm. because it's all about like a legal contract of like, hey, you murked Santa. A clause. It's a clause. But like, and the second one was the second clause was to get married. Yeah, he had to get married or he would stop being Santa. The Mrs. Clause. The Mrs. Clause. And then the last one, Fred Claus. No, the last one was... Um, it, it was like the new Santa Claus or what the, have you. No, no. The Escape Claus. The Escape Claus. Yeah. Um, but he and... Uh, Martin Short. Martin Short was in the third one. Yeah. Who was he? Was he, he wasn't Jack Frost. He was Jack Frost. Martin Short was Jack Frost. Okay. So basically, so <laughs> we are going to give a brief rundown of all of the Santa Claus movies after this break.
Hey guys, just wanted to give a quick shout out from KCS to the crew. Uh, so that crew includes Cole B, Kato R, as you may have recognized, recommended the Dragon Ball episode a couple weeks back, Jeremy B, Kaler S, Jason A, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, Hope, sorry, Hope N. So thank you so much for your donation. If you would like to get a spotlight on the audio amphitheater or the pop culture in the p-brains podcast uh, you can go to brett carson productions on either instagram or facebook and look into giving a small donation of around ten dollars to the gofundme and you get a personalized shout out on the video to and from whoever you want up until uh, 50 words um, again, thank you so much. Casey is a, a good friend of mine, and um, I'm actually a part of that crew group that he was referring to. I didn't necessarily want to include myself. Um, but anyway, thank you so much for your donation, and I hope that, that you guys are enjoying the episode so far. Let's get back into the Christmas fun. All right, we're back from the break. That was literally... So, like, you know, I, I can edit out. Yeah, um, yeah okay. Uh, so, would you like to give a rundown of the first Santa Claus? Well, the first film? Santa Claus was, uh, as I said, when Santa fell off the house and Tim Allen took over as Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Nobody believed him. And he got bigger and bigger and bigger, and he lived at the North Pole. And the second Santa Claus was the Mrs. Claus. Mm-hmm. He had to find a wife. And the wife just happened to be the principal at Charlie's school, and she had a very negative opinion of Charlie and Scott. Scott lost weight. She kind of took him under her wing, so to speak. They went to a uh, Christmas party for the faculty, and they didn't have much fun. And Tim Allen... Gave away gifts that... Uh, Not Scott. Tim Allen is a separate character in the yeah, movie. Whatever. <laughs> gave away gifts. I just imagine there's a there's a character that Tim Allen is playing, and then Tim yeah. Allen walks out, walks over to Tim Allen, playing Scott Cowan, and says, Hello, Scott, I'm Tim Allen. <laughs> okay. okay, you take it from here. Okay. So I think I think we should ruminate for a second about the fact that in the first film, so they're all based on on kind of legal clauses. Right. Um, so like, what if this were real? Like, so the the first film, in so many words, basically says that if you kill Santa Claus, you become the Santa Claus. Yeah. What if that were like real? What if that was in real life? Like, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, you accidentally, like, you, you slip some arsenic into some food, oh no, and you take out the CEO of, I don't know, Toyota. Now you have become the CEO of now, Toyota. Now you have become the CEO of Toyota. I don't know anything about cars. I guess since I'm a bad <clears throat> chef, now, now I have a new job. Like, what, like, I don't understand, like, what qualifications did Tim Allen have to become Santa Claus? There's no education for it. I don't know, but in, in in our world, in real life, we'd probably be arrested. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like... <laughs> I think a much better version of that film would be if Tim Allen killed Santa, and then an elf squadron just took him down, 
and then brought him up to the North Pole to be like tried and and <laughs> executed. <laughs> That'd be a much darker Christmas film. I just realized that. And, uh, moving on. I'm uh, moving on. Uh, so Santa Claus three. So he basically uh, Santa Tim Allen Santa uh, sen- Scott Calvin. Scott Calvin. Yeah. Um, basically has been Santa Claus for a number of years now, and he's getting a little burnt out on the whole Santa thing because man, who doesn't, who doesn't hate to have a, a, you know, an effective family, a a baby on the way and a good relationship with your spouse just seems like a, a bad gig to me. So he basically says, Hey, I want to not be Santa anymore. And they fill him in on this escape clause where he can essentially not be Santa for a day or something like that and it again it's been a long time since i've seen the movie but someone else replaces him as santa martin short as jack frost which if you don't know who martin short is just look at a list of celebrities and pick the one that looks the most like a mouse and that's martin short and he becomes santa he gets fat um as santa do but then Tim Allen essentially has to Mission Impossible his way back into the North Pole to fight Jack Frost Santa for the moniker of Santa Claus to, quote, save Christmas. Which is really weird, because the more I'm talking about it, I'm realizing that's the same plot as the second movie. Which is, he wants to go, you know, meet a girl... So he makes this toy Santa to be Santa, who then turns evil, and he has to fight to save Christmas. That's the same plot. But with a different antagonist. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just weird. Because, I mean, if you get down to, you know, Joseph Campbell's monomyth. Well, and that's the, really the way all movies are. Yeah, I mean. You, know, you have somebody trying to save something, and that's the end of it. Did you just hear a dog? Yeah. I heard it again. He's he's the third time. <laughs> and the fourth time. I don't know why he's he's barking. Don't say a fifth. Don't say it. I'm not saying a word. He did he did go six though. Um do we need to check on him? And we're but uh, and we're back. I just had a, a a brain fart. I don't know what that was. Um we are back. Our dog is fine. He is stupid. Uh no, he's he's not stupid. He's just he barks at things. Anyway. Uh Scrooged. Scrooged. Yes, uh, so Scrooge has Bill Murray, Bill Murray, Mil- Milbury, um, as uh, the the jerk of a man, Ebenezer Scrooge. I don't actually don't remember anything about it. Well, I'll tell you, it's a, sort of a takeoff on the Scrooge theme. I mean, there are a lot of those. I mean, there are a bunch. And the original Charles Dickens Scrooge was in the uh, you know thirties, forties, long time ago. And uh, the the movie, yeah. Oh, I was about to say, no, fam. It was written in like the early 1800s. Yeah, I'm talking about the movie. Okay, all right. But um, this Scrooged was it's based on that the long ago writing of Charles Dickens. But uh, the premise is that uh, Bill Murray, he's the head of a, a major film production company. And he wants to have the story Scrooge on Christmas Eve. And he's very demanding. And, you know, he lost his girlfriend throughout uh, his youth, childhood. And um, 
when he has to go through these spirits, he starts seeing things a different way. And uh, what? So let me get this straight. So Bill Murray mm-hmm. runs a movie like production company, pr- movie production film production company mm-hmm. and he wants to produce the old film scrooge uh, yes and in retaliation the world basically says you want scrooge we'll give you scrooge and throws him whose name i assume is scrooge no no frank cross frank cross and he um throughout his life being such a dillweed person he drove away the love of his life, played by Karen Allen, and then uh, he he was brought forth into the light, so to speak, with all these spirits. And one of his co-workers, uh, who was played by Bobcat Goldthwait. Now, did you know? So you've watched the Scrooge film, the old Scrooge film, right? Yes, the okay. original. Um, did you know that in the original story, one of the reasons Scrooge is such a you know dillweed? is because he actually ran off his girl at one point. He had the choice to to pursue a romantic relationship with his love interest. And as a young man, he decided no. And in effect, <laughs> ruined his chances at, at developing kind of a domestic household. Uh, so he grew up kind of alone. He, he got to be an old man alone and kind of bitter and focusing only on money and wealth. Uh, which, I mean, the whole thing is essentially... Uh, the condemn, con- condemning of kind of a materialistic way, like worldview, um, which is interesting because I don't know, movies in themselves are meant to make money. So making a money, so making a movie off of a film whose goal, or which has a goal to condemn materialism, just kind of ironic in my eyes. Mm. You know, uh, let's end this off with a movie that we both know pretty well uh it is called polar express have you seen polar express several times really yeah uh who is the featured actor in that he's very popular he is popular he plays about all of the roles in that movie tom hanks tom hanks uh his most i think his his most featured role is as the conductor uh, but he also plays the narrator, and he also plays Santa Claus, and he also plays one of the ghosts. And basically, they said, "Hey, we got Tom Hanks. Do we have any any money for anybody else?" And they said, "No." So they just they used didn't Tom. Need anybody else. They didn't need anybody else, but like they they used all their money on Tom Hanks, so they had to have him do every character. Um, but it's the story of a young boy uh, who uh, goes to sleep, and he's struggling with this idea that Santa is not real. Uh, and then he, on Christmas Eve, he notices a train passing by his house, which is odd because he does not live near a train track. Um, I don't believe. And he gets on this train, the, quote, Polar Express, and is told that he is going to go up north to see Santa Claus. Uh, which, you know, the more I think about it, the, the odder it is. Because, like, you would think that if you were going to visit Santa Claus, it wouldn't be right before he goes and delivers all the presents. Like, he would have a lot more pressing things to do than entertain a bunch of children. I don't know. Thoughts? It's Hollywood. It is Hollywood. I'm like you. It's kind of odd they didn't have training tracks in front of his house, yeah. but that was the way it was. And you know why? Magic. Christmas magic. Hollywood. <laughs>
uh, Hollywood. Yep. Uh, and do you remember the gift that he gets at the end yeah, of the... Yeah, a little bell. Uh, yeah. And, and what's the kind of thing about the bell? Well, he loses it. Mm-hmm. And when he wakes up at home, the bell's there. Yeah. And it sort of proves to him that what all he thought he dreamed was real. It it now I don't I don't mean to like ruin everything. Spoiler. Well, not spoiler. I mean the movie's been out for twenty years. I mean, or some seventeen years. It came out when I was in first grade. I was six. I'm twenty two right now. Came out a long time ago. Um, sixteen years ago. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so. I always thought, man, a bell would kind of be a sucky gift. <laughs> I don't like. I get the symbolic meaning of like if he had lost it and he never had like a physical manifestation of the journey, that he would, you know, not. It, there would be no proof that it was real. But but you associate that sound with Santa. a sleigh, yeah, Santa. I think that's why it was there. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, I, I'm not discounting the symbolic and kind of the the associative importance of it. It's just like if, if Santa were to say, Brett, I don't know why it sounds like it goes, Brett, you have the choice between a bell or the new PlayStation 5. I'd say, hmm, that's a hard choice. PlayStation 5, please. <laughs> uh, actually, no, I kind of want the new Xbox. I just can never remember what it's called. Series X, I think. Is that right? Don't know. Okay. Um, what do you want for Christmas? Don't care. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we have a special announcement uh, coming out. Um, so we are starting a new year. Hmm. And us at Pop Culture and the Thank Pea Brains. Heavens. Thank heavens. Yeah, for real. Uh, us at Pop Culture and the Pea Brains, <laughs> we are trying to think of new ideas uh, to engage you guys and to... to kind of continue to entertain you and in, in engaging in, in fun ways. So I think on the base level, we really want to hear from you guys um, what you would like to hear specifically. Like, for example, a couple weeks back last week, we had a Dragon Ball Z episode. That was fun. That was really fun. Because, uh, I mean, the thing is, neither of us... That showed how stupid I was. Well, it showed how stupid both of us were. Because, I mean, I we both did kind of our own style of research... But, I mean, even Cato R., who's the one that, that suggested the episode, said, hey, you got some stuff wrong. That's okay, because, I mean, this is literally a podcast for anybody that just wants to learn more or, you know, maybe get stuff wrong about these different ideas. Uh, so, like, it, for example, the Grinch film or uh, Christmas Vacation or It's a Wonderful Life, if we got something wrong in that, let us know. Hmm. Because... And, and, and just let us know if you're listening. Yeah. Yes. Because uh, uh, the numbers are there. We we are having we have a consistent listenership every week, um, and so we're going to send out a challenge. If you have listened to at least three episodes of Pop Culture in the Pea Brains, please either get in contact with us through bcarson129 at gmail dot com, or send out. Uh, a message to Brett Carson Productions on Instagram or Facebook uh, because that's the best way to get in contact with us. In other ways, or in, other, in the future, we might have different means of communications. We're looking into getting a kind of a Twitter uh, following. But for right now, those are the best ways to get in touch. Did you have anything else you'd like to say? 
just know that Christmas is here and uh, hope you have a, a wonderful holiday. A wonderful holiday. And for any of our listeners out there that do not celebrate Christmas, if we have any uh, Jewish listeners celebrating Hanukkah or anyone else, um, we just honestly wish happy holidays. And we hope that everybody is doing well, uh, being healthy. We had a bit of a, a COVID scare um, in uh, one of my friend groups recently, so it's a well not even a scare one of my friends does have covid but fortunately uh we've not kind of been in contact for a while so hope he's doing well uh casey if you're listening please get better take care of yourself uh and i hope your sense of taste comes back soon because i know you've been eating a lot of mcdonald's um but this has been pop culture and the pea brains i am your host brett carson along with your other host his father that is correct and remember Keep it in the crock pot. We like our brains slow cooked. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas.